This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Cyclone Radio Network analyst Eric Heft as we look ahead to tomorrow's Cyhawk showdown in Iowa City, a series which has been split 10-10 in the last 20 years. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Eric Heft. Clark, it's been close games in this series for many years. Obviously, a couple years ago was an exception, but generally these games have been very close in recent years, and I would think we're probably headed toward another one this Saturday. I would certainly agree with that. I, you look at these two teams, and I think both have potentially good offenses, but I think really sound defenses. And I think until one of those teams can really show what they've got on offense, it's going to be that knockdown, dragout kind of affair. Yeah, that's what I would expect too, because. Uh, out of the ordinary in this series is the shootout game. There have been a couple, both involving overtime, but for the most part in the last 20 years, these have been really low-scoring, knockdown dragouts. I mean, the other 44-41 triple overtime game right. that Iowa State won, I mean, that was triple overtime. So right. the actual regulation, the offenses you know, did okay, but the defenses were pretty solid in that one too. Yeah, last year was a, a, kind of an anomaly. You know, so much is different in Iowa State football right now than what it was a year ago. Uh, it was a disappointing loss for Iowa State, giving up uh, the lead in the fourth quarter and, and then losing in overtime. Uh, but Iowa State's defense took such great strides over the course uh, of several weeks throughout the rest of the season, became one of the top defenses in the Big 12, uh, which after that game, you weren't really sure that's what you were going to be able to say. And at the same time, Kyle Kemp came on to a totally different dynamic at quarterback, maybe not as dynamic, but man, has he been great. And he'll have to be really good Saturday for Iowa State to win. David Montgomery played really well against Iowa last year, and, and we know Coach Campbell wants to get him the ball in a variety of ways. So do I. <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, he's a terrific back. And I think you look back at that game a year ago, and he had two real momentum-changing plays. One, Iowa State had been struggling to move the football early in the game. Iowa had the lead, and he breaks off a run, you know, zigzags across the field, breaks tackles, and really brings the crowd to life. But more than that, he brought the team to life, too. It's like, okay, we got a guy that can make some plays. And then the play he took Josie Jewell and a couple other guys the last four or five yards, carried him into the end zone. I mean, those are momentum-changing plays uh, for a football team, and I think he has the ability to do that. And he may have to do that again uh, come Saturday, but he's a guy that can hurt Iowa, I think, in a number of different ways. Obviously, if the offensive line performs really well, he can do it the tr traditional way. But I think you're going to see him catch balls out of the backfield. They're going to try to isolate him and maybe get him out in matchups with some of these linebackers or, or safeties and see, see what he can do because he's a load to bring down one-on-one. -on -one. He can make you miss or he can run through you. The guy also that was able to be isolated a few times a year ago was Akeem Butler and had a really big game. Can they do that again against Iowa's defense? You know, they've got different corners. I think their corners are pretty good, though. The safeties are okay for Iowa, but the size advantage that Hakeem and the strength that he brings, I mean, I think he's that target that Kyle's going to trust, you know, that maybe a 50-50 ball becomes a 70-30 ball in his eyes. And, and I think Hakeem's got a chance to make big plays. He made a big play in the non-game against South Dakota State, third and 12. He makes a 21-yard catch, but 
going through traffic, a beautifully thrown ball by Kyle. But you know, you want to see who are your guys that are going to make plays on the possession downs. We talked about it last week. And Iowa State has one, Hakeem Butler. I think there's some more. And David Montgomery, we know, is that guy too. But you're going to have to have some today because I think in a lower possession game, boy, keeping possession is going to be huge. And how well you can, how solid you can be on third down and keep the chains moving and give yourself an opportunity to put points on the scoreboard each time, it's going to be absolutely huge. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. What do you think defensively is important for Iowa State to do in this football game? Well, keep them behind the chains. I mean, I think, number one, put them in passing situations. Stanley is a good quarterback. His receivers have been inconsistent except for the tight ends, who I think are, are outstanding. Uh, but, you know, if you can get them in those obvious pass situations, maybe Iowa State can get their pass rush personnel in there, maybe force him into a bad throw or, or get a sack. But you've got to be able to stop the run on first, first and second down. I mean, second and nine can still be a running down for, for Iowa, for sure. They're going to test Iowa State. Uh, they didn't play against the three-band front in, in the game a year ago. They have struggled at times against three-man front, but that doesn't necessarily mean much because Wisconsin plays a totally different defense, even though it's still a three-man front. Uh, but we'll see. They're going to try to pick out things that they can find that they're going to be able so they'll be able to run the football against Iowa State's front. It has been a strength of Iowa State. The 3-3-5, which you think wouldn't be necessarily great against the run, has been outstanding. And they've had good linebacker play. And you know, hopefully Iowa State will get it again Saturday against Iowa. I mean, Mike Rose got a little taste of action the other night. Uh, but once again, playing behind a very uh, experienced uh, defensive front between two real experienced linebackers. And he's got speed. We saw that in that first game, and I thought he acquitted himself really well. He's going to have to have a big game today. It is amazing that Matt Campbell, who's a young coach, went through this exact same scenario when he was at Toledo with the game against Stony Brook canceled and then went into Arkansas and Little Rock and, and beat number 18 Arkansas. Obviously, he had his Toledo team very ready mentally for that football game. And you know, Matt, he's not going to let those guys use what happened last week as any kind of a crutch. In fact, he'll probably find some way to turn it into a positive. Well, you know, I think you look at the makeup. I think it's a pretty mature football team, even though it's still pretty young. They've got good leaders on this team. And I really don't see why they would even think about using it as an excuse. I mean, to me, it would make me hungrier to go out and get out and play. Uh, so. I don't see it as a psychological negative at all. Now, physically, on the other hand, I'd like to see Mike Rose and Colin Newell, the guys and some of the young guys who haven't played very many live snaps in a real game. I'd like to see, would like to have seen those guys get a few more snaps. You know, but as it stands right now, these guys are going to be hungry, ready to go. Hopefully, the lack of experience won't be too much of a negative. Kyle Kemp, you mentioned a guy with experience and savvy who is going to go into that hostile environment. But, man, you feel good having him as your quarterback in this game. Well, he's been in big situations, and he is, he's performed well every time. I expect more of the same from him come Saturday. You know, we talk about the importance of, of the pre-snap reads. And, and visiting with Matt, that's one of the things he talked about, too, is that uh, you have to take what Iowa gives you. And, and so many times they're going to let you have the checkdowns. You know, and if that's what it takes to move the chains, I mean, some quarterbacks get impatient. They want to hit that big play, uh, but you have to be patient. And I think Kyle has the maturity and the poise to be able to do that. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening. <laughs>